0: Welcome to our disciple-making podcast, Kingdom Principles to Build a Prevailing Church and Certainly Prevailing Disciples. Today, three foundation stones of marriage. Marriage is under attack in our society, but the first human relationship that God established was marriage. A healthy marriage benefits everyone. Not everyone is married, but everyone benefits from the healthy marriages around them, and particularly within the church context. Now, God gave three foundation stones of marriage. These are the three foundational kingdom principles for every healthy marriage. There is no better marriage advice found anywhere than these three. In fact, it's it's amazing that these three, if violated, are the cause of virtually every marital problem that exists. If we can understand and if God can activate these three foundational principles within our home, within our, our marriage, we will have a prevailing marriage To the glory of God. And the reason I can say this with authority is the verse that contains these three foundation stones was first given by God to Moses, and it appears there in Genesis chapter 2. But it is also repeated, word perfect, by Jesus in Matthew 19, and then again by the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 5. So we can be absolutely certain that these three foundation stones are the building blocks for every healthy marriage because they appear in the law of Moses, they appear in the teachings of Christ, and they appear again later in the New Testament in the words of the Apostle Paul. And essentially, here are the three. Leave, be united, and become one flesh. Leave, be united, and become one flesh. These are the foundation stones of marriage. And let's take them one at a time. Leave. Prior to marriage, every man and every woman is under the primary authority of mom and dad. It doesn't matter if they're in high school or college or out of college. The primary covering over every man and woman is their biological mom and dad. Now, obviously this does not mean that parents are perfect, but it does mean that they have authority and they have a role to play in providing covering over children, regardless of their age. Because it says, for this reason, a man shall leave father and mother. So the moment the, the, the father walks the bride down the aisle, so to speak, and gives her away, that, that transfer is most significant because at that moment, the, the, the groom comes out from under the primary authority of his parents and the, the bride comes out of the primary authority uh, to her parents. And now for the first time, they leave that covering and the woman comes under the husband's covering. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother. For this reason. So in marriage, where your parents want you to spend, say, Thanksgiving, is not the primary consideration. It's where does your spouse wanna spend Thanksgiving? When the children come along, uh, primarily, ultimately, it's not the children who have the higher priority of relationship, it's the spouse. And children will thrive when spouses give priority to their love relationship uh, within marriage and with each other. Now, this, this leaving, brings with it the, this significant transfer of primary allegiance. If a woman does not leave the mother and father and is always calling or is always um, caring what they think rather than uh, what her husband thinks, there's gonna be problems. If if the, the, the husband cares more about what his mother thinks than what his wife thinks, there's going to be problems. The number one, the foundation stone, is that husbands and wives leave the primary responsibility to mom and dad, and they transfer that primary, the priority relationship to each other. The second is to be united. God wants us to be united with spouses on every level. No secrets, no hiding, no withholding. Mentally, emotionally, socially, financially, physically, and spiritually, marriage provides the perfect environment for intimacy. Intimacy with each other is part of intimacy with Christ the moment you become married. To be united, to share weaknesses so that the one spouse's strengths can compensate for the other spouse's weaknesses, to open up those vulnerabilities uh, to each other. It's part of being united, and it takes a, a lifetime. It's a process. It's not, it's not. doesn't happen the moment you say, I do. You work at it. You die to self. Uh, the husband lays down his personal rights, uh, uh, on behalf of his wife, to give preference to the rights of of his wife, to be united. And then the third is to become one flesh. Now, let me say, and this is so obvious in in the text, but for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother. For this reason, they shall be united. And for this reason, they become one flesh become one flesh for this reason. What this means is premarital sexual intimacy. premarital sexual intercourse is not God's best for anyone. Despite the fact that culture says um, you need to experiment, you need to make sure you're compatible, that is forbidden uh, by God. It's never God's best. And if you violate this principle, you will receive uh, negative Uh, Guilt and negative consequences in your marriage. Now, Christ died. His atonement is sufficient to not only forgive you, but to break off the the mistrust that comes through violating this foundational principle. But the principle exists nevertheless. And it's also obviously underscoring the fact that marriage is intended only uh, for a man and a woman. Uh, This is not, uh, this clearly uh, removes the potential for marriage between two men or two women. It's talking here about the role of a man and a woman. That's marriage. Now, sexual intimacy and satisfying each other's desires in marriage is healthy. Sex is made to be enjoyed in marriage. God made it to be pleasurable for the woman and pleasurable for the man. And the man's primary objective is to fulfill his wife's desires, not his own. And a woman's primary objective is to satisfy her husband's desires and not her own. And in doing that, they will be mutually more fulfilled than if they fought to satisfy themselves. And it is the sexual intimacy that is so closely connected with spiritual intimacy in marriage. If you violate these three foundation stones of marriage, you will have a problem. And the source of virtually every marital problem comes in relationship to these three foundation stones. Leave, be united, and become one flesh. God bless you as you make disciples, as you become a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ.